Hello guys, welcome to another episode of E-Junkies. This week, there's a lot for us to talk about, like Kape and I, because there have been a lot of big entertainment news that have happened in the past. I think right now, um, the most important thing that we want to talk about is um, Dikosh, like the sexual allegations that have been leveled against him. I think the latest development that's happened um, as of this recording um, is that he has apologized for some of his actions. I think one of them was about like texting a 15-year-old boy or something along those lines. First, I would say that it's not that I'm jaded. I would look at this issue with more objectivity. There are some things that I don't agree with but I think there's no need to slam him or to condemn him yet because there are definitely many sides to an issue. So we have heard one side, we have heard a little bit about what he wants to tell us. So we do not know the rest of the story. So I would rather wait and see what the investigation leads and then after that to decide whether he should not be in the public eye anymore if that's serious. Mm. I think you're talking about like the cancel culture Right, that has been a bit of a topic of contention. My take on this is that the first flurry of like evidence that came out against him, I personally felt were more suggestive. Could they have been interpreted to mean something? Sure. When that came out, yes, it was okay to offer some doubt to like Dikosh, right? Like, did he do those things or was it him? Then I think as the saga developed, there were more and more damning texts. And I think at that point, people will be like, oh, you know, Dikosh is guilty, Dikosh is doing this, Dikosh is doing that, which is a logical and fair assumption to make. But I think for us, because we are in this line of work, right, like we're reporters, we know full well the legal weight that comes with saying these things, especially for us on the platform. I will be brave enough to say that I was definitely one of those that were more that was more sensitive to like, are you sure you guys can say this? Because legal action can be taken against you for saying otherwise. The other alternative that people suggested, which I agreed with, was that you must be prepared to back up your words. And if you are, take it to the police, right? And I think the whole thing kind of ballooned to the point where even like the Singapore legal advice, like there's this IG account, had to come up with like some graphics to explain to people how they can be liable for things that they say, whether or not they are true, and what's like the best course of action to take. I do think it's important to not doubt victims of sexual abuse or people who want to come forward their stories. But I do think that it's a proper legal process to kind of like solve this and we should just let bad processes take place. I'm glad that they went to the police because it means that there is a much stronger case. They actually have the proof and they want to come out and protect more people from this. Both you and I right now, we are saying that we do not want to blame anyone yet. We are not blaming the victim. We are not blaming the so-called perpetrator. But it does not mean that the both of us, we don't feel strongly about this. I think for a fact that the two of us do feel very strongly about this. Because I'm a mother and my son is entering teenage years and, and he's mm. into the internet. Correct. And I know you're a very sensitive person. So we do feel strongly about this. It's just that we have to hold back from making very strong judgments about anyone for now. We agree fundamentally that whatever goes on in somebody's private life, including their sexual affairs, should remain private. Whether it's a celebrity or online personality or somebody who's famous. There's a question in my mind, right? Sometimes I wonder, especially when it comes to maybe the local showbiz and local scene, because it's so small and because any one scandal can basically end your career, is there a pressure on like personalities and celebrities to have a very pristine image? And by doing so, do they kind of then enable their fans and followers to consider them as saints? I think within the Asian context, 
things like sex is still a very taboo thing. And I think the fact that, oh, you know, oh, somebody is having sex, oh no, like... Or premarital like, sex. Yeah, or premarital sex, or casual sex even, you know, if that's also a root of your feelings towards this issue, then I think it's something that we should kind of be look at, lah, because I do feel fundamentally we are humans. Lah. Something that's on my mind as well is the age. A lot of times we cannot gauge how old a person is just by photos or just by looking at a video. He did ask them for their age, which I think was what was a bit of a trigger, because it feels like there's an intention. The age thing is because there's something else that happened in the, in the entertainment scene, but overseas, there's this very popular, young, handsome Japanese idol. His actual full name is Tomohisa Yamashita. Recently, he was photographed having drinks with a group of female models and turned out that at least one of them was underage. And then later, he was photographed entering this hotel. Soon after he entered, this underage female model went to the hotel as well. And they stayed there for a few hours and then they left within minutes of each other. The media went big on it because he is really big in Japan. So his management admitted to him drinking that part. Mm. But they didn't say anything about uh, the part about him spending the night in a hotel with underage girl. Mm. So the news came out, his agency is punishing him mm-hmm. for that. And then he's, I think he's going to be taking a break lah for a while. No work for the time being so this thing about the age is that he says that oh i didn't know that the girl is underage mm. i think she's she, i think she's 17 then after that the media dug up some stuff about her lah, but that's mm. another issue that's the thing about the age someone tells you that i'm 17 and then you just believe it if you're going to be doing things that usually have an age limit then you mm. better protect yourself you're not just anyone on the street you're a public personality you're a celebrity if you get caught the consequences are going to be much worse for you than, uh, say, a normal person on the street. To be fair, responsibility has to be shared by both sides. One yes, on the person correct. to say, I have to be honest in who I am, what I am, what I can do and what I cannot do. And responsibility on the side of the famous person to be like, let's be above board on this one. Let's be legal. I think the most important thing that we've learned out of all of this is, one is that the truth will always come out. Like, I feel like we've seen so many of these whether or not it's a sexual allegations or other things or like deep dark secrets it feels like a karmic cycle it's just a matter of when but it will come out second of all I think it's how do you deal with the aftermath because I think it's incredibly important to see um, whether there is still redemption personally I think I'm a bit soft-hearted like yes I can understand sometimes the crimes are very grievous and the allegations against you can be very serious and sure you are guilty or some of it you're guilty or not but I think how you move forward from that is very reflective of you as a person. I just feel like fundamentally, if you're sincere about it, people will forgive you and people will move on. La. To all the viewers out there, if you guys want to chime in on this, I think we'll be interested to hear what you have to say. So, you know, leave us a comment somewhere on our social media whenever you see this post or video. I was thinking, that, you know, all, all these sexting things also tie in with another of one of our big entertainment news in the last one to two weeks, which uh, Carrie Wong, our media uh, yeah. cop actress. So there was sexting, mm-hmm. there was inappropriate messages. Okay, at the time it was like, somebody leaked a video of like, Carrie Wong's DMs with like, Ian Fah. And again, there were very suggestive messages. The most uh, explicit one that I can remember lah, it is the Tao Mei one, strawberry. So it's a Taiwanese slang, like he say uh, something like, uh, plant, straw- plant strawberries, which is like a slang for like, love bites or something like that lah. 
what was scandalous at the time was not that because A, you know, uh, two people are sexting, but rather Carrie was attached at the time and Ian was romantically linked to Rebecca. Recently, Carrie, she went on a talk show with Jennifer. So they talk about a lot of things and then this was one of them. The day that the news came out was her mother's birthday. Carrie knew that it was going to come out the, the next day. So the night <coughs> before, she messaged her mom and she said, you will see something about me in the news tomorrow. Just don't worry, I'll be fine. Uh, I'm sorry and happy birthday. The whole incident, obviously it had a big impact on her, but it also impacted her parents quite badly. She said that netizens scolded her parents. But the fact is that these are private messages between people and then someone got, a stranger got hold of this information and then right. picked it up. I would always say we all make mistakes when we are young. And some people may think that, oh, you're 25, you should be old enough. But no, mm. actually, you can be in your 30s and you're still experiencing and learning things for the first time. Okay. So on one hand, I totally do not agree with cheating on your partners. Mm. Okay, whether you're married or whether it's just a girlfriend, boyfriend, I do mm. not agree right. with that. Mm. But on the other hand, I also think that who are you to out someone's private stuff to right. the right. media, to the right. public? This is doxing. You're ruining someone's life just because you got hold of something private through illegal ways. Trying to exact justice and practice activism while the end goal is for the greater good, does the means justify the ends? But like I said again, I mean, the truth will come out, right? I think it's something that we all know. Like somehow the truth will come out just one way or the other. How it happens, it's a different story. And I feel very sorry for her. I really do. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm glad that she's kind of like getting back on her feet. Something that also came up recently, a scandal was uh, Terrence Chow. Not so yeah. much a scandal, uh, like a reminder. A of reminder a of a scandal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So recently, I think he spoke to the media about his daughter. I do not know how many of you would remember that he has a daughter. So I think years ago, was it nine, ten years ago, thereabouts? So a woman came from China to Singapore, gave a surprise story mm. to one of the Chinese papers mm. to say that uh, I had a one night stand with Terence's child in China and I have his love child. Terence uh, agreed to a paternal test. And it mm. turned out that it really is uh, his daughter. Mm. So things were kind of quiet all these years. But mm. recently, he said again that the girl is now 10 years old. She's living in, I think, Shanghai. It's very busy with her schoolwork and, and extracurricular mm. activities. It sounds like a very nice, happy ending to something that didn't start off that nicely. Maybe 10 years ago when I was a lot younger, I would definitely see this as a scandal. But I think having a very different relationship with my view of the world, I don't really look at it as a scandal per se. Like I said, it ties back to what I was saying earlier. Like anything you do with your private life it is private, right? I mean, as long as you're not crossing lines or like doing anything illegal. So in this case, did he do anything illegal? No. I think it would be a scandal if he didn't want anything to do with the doctor. He just, mm. all he just said was that I, I cannot be married to the mother. Yes. Like we can only just be friends. But he's also not icing her out. Like he did say that they are still friends. They are civil, they are cordial. So I think it's great. Okay, there are so many entertainment news. One that really stood out for me, I wrote two articles on the same topic because mm. it really hit close uh, to my heart. That was uh, when Lee Teng and his mm. wife and then they, they came up to say that they have a miscarriage. When the media interviewed him, the wife had just gone back to Taiwan to prepare for birth because she's Taiwanese. So I think he said that the, the wife was six months pregnant. Mm. Then a few weeks later, he came out and said that uh, they lost the child and it's a very, very painful experience. Women who have gone through it know exactly how painful it is. Then the second article was when she left a very touching message for her mm. child. Uh, she said, 
about how she has been trying to destroy herself and she's been hiding and she didn't dare to go out because she was afraid of how people would talk about her would see her I read some comments on our Facebook page uh, and they were not nice they were saying why you care about how people look at you and it's like oh can you please be more sensitive I know of two friends in my mm. circle who have had uh, miscarriages once you know that you are pregnant you already have the happiness and the expectations mm. so when there is a miscarriage of course the hurt you know Correct. the pain and then of course you'll wonder why what happened is it me is it my fault is it because I ate something mm. is it because I bumped into something so and I read up a little bit about it according to plannedparenthood.org 10 to 20% of pregnancies end in miscarriage 8 out of 10 miscarriages happen in the first 3 months Late miscarriages after th- those that are after 3 months mm. may be caused by abnormalities in the uterus Websites are usually very encouraging and very, very caring and concerned They want mothers to not blame themselves I applaud Lee Tang's wife for actually speaking up about that What I do think could have value added more is that There was one more step taken further to Maybe not now because she's mourning and grieving, but one more step taken down the road to kind of like engage in discussion about facts about miscarriages. Like you mentioned, right? 10 to 20%. We wouldn't have known that. To us, we would think, oh, very little. Like I think a lot of pregnancies actually go through smoothly, but that's because people don't talk about it. From here, what I hope that can happen is that there is less stigma about miscarriages and that the general sense whenever people talk about miscarriage, yes, there can be sympathy, there can be grief, there can be loss, but also this message of hope and encouragement. It's not your fault. When the written articles came out on our Facebook page, uh, there were quite a number of women who gave very encouraging messages to her of love and concern. Uh, and they, some of them, they've experienced miscarriages themselves. So it, there is a, a community of women who, who support each other through things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think we just want to end this nicely and on a happy note. So there is this one, two stories that that lightens everything up. Mm, correct. That I enjoy looking at. So this story is of Jerry Yen and Gong Yu, who very nicely removed their shirt and let us have a look at their muscles. So for some people, okay lah. Some people might say that yo, why you're like that? Are you like body shaming people who don't have muscles? Or are you objectifying like you know uh, yeah. male celebrities? There's a difference, you know. I don't. I'm yeah. not saying that everyone must have muscles. I'm not saying mm. everyone must be thin and pretty. I'm obviously not. Brian mm. is obviously not muscular and thin as well. Mm. So we accept you in whatever size you come in. But mm. there are certain things that we enjoy looking at more, which are muscles. I mean, I think what was newsy about this is also because of their age. Okay, I mean, Gong Yu, we know that he's always been very fit. Like, even in his 20s, right, he does all the editorial shoots. We know he has a great board. Great to know that at 41, he's still keeping in shape. I think Jerry Yen was the one that, even on the Meteor Garden, he wasn't really muscular. Like, he was a bit more like, just yeah. looked like in shape a bit. And then, like, for his role here at 40-something, he really went to get ripped. He didn't just take off his shirt for the sake of taking it off. Like, I mean, I mean, we have to be clear on this. It was a scene in his new show where he was brooding in the bathtub. It was about, they say it was like a 30 second scene or something, right? And then like, apparently like some fans were so embarrassed for him. They experienced secondhand embarrassment somehow. <laughs> that they went to like Photoshop and then like coming up in the bathroom. I would say that that scene like, is a bit not necessary. And- la. He can be sitting in a chair fully clothed and thinking about things as well. La. I mean, I didn't watch the drama. So I don't know why that scene has to be him in the bathtub, la, okay? I mean, I think at this stage, getting male celebrities to take off their shirts for a topless scene it's not uncommon lah I mean especially if you have a body like that I mean we look at Marvel um, Cinematic Universe you can easily have like every single like male star there has had a shirtless scene I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty oh, sure someone wrote something or they about it how Chris Evans Captain America yeah. how I think maybe almost every Marvel movie he was topless 
I cannot remember like, but I know like Chris Hemsworth definitely was. Oh yeah, that, those two Chris's. I think like these kind of scenes are a dime a dozen. I think it's just a matter of values and belief at this point, right? Like to the Western side, it's like very common. It's like nothing to bear an eye about. Sure, eye candy, I give you for five seconds, sure. To the Asian side, they might be like, hmm, yeah right, is this necessary? Do we need to see him topless for 30 seconds in the bathtub? Not really. Yeah, so I mean, there is no right or wrong about this. Like, I think fundamentally it's just, do you enjoy it? Sure, if you just enjoy it, then just take it as enjoyment. This is just a fun article. When I wrote it, I had fun with it, right? I mean, it was, it was meant to just be a very simple, straightforward, joyous piece of content. So I feel like just enjoy it at face value and then just run with it. Okay, so thank you for joining us on this maybe lengthier episode of E-Junkies. Uh, I know we, we talked about a lot of things. Um, Some of them really very heavy, some of them a bit controversial. So we would definitely love to hear your thoughts about the entertainment news that have transpired. As always, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to us if you enjoy such content. And don't forget that this video will be out on our social media platforms. It's kind of like a condensed version. And if you want to hear the full one, please go to Spotify and listen to the fuller podcast and i guess that's it for today's episode of e junkies then see you guys bye bye bye